I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, he wants to fix his mistake because he trusted that the king of worms, for Christ's sake. Yeah. 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 Looking back, wrong animal to name yourself half of. Yeah, the king of worms told me if I injected synthol into my biceps, I would look really, really good. Welcome back to another episode of The Lore Boys. My name is James Miller, and today, uh, who else do we have with us? Welcome, hello, and back, Ethan. Nice to meet you. Podcast uh, yeah. listener. Uh, hello and welcome. Peter O'Donoghue, fresh off uh, hate crime, but uh, you didn't catch it, so never happened. <laughs> yeah, some might say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, if I can, I'm definitely editing out the beginning, so they have no content. Oh yeah, for, for sure the, the beginning is getting edited. Out. We're starting with that. I'm surprised you brought it back to that. Yeah. Here we go. Huh? Um, he didn't do a hate crime. He did a bad Steve Harvey impression off mic, uh, <laughs> and I called him out for it. <laughs> so today we're not talking about Steve Harvey. Uh, we're talking about Elder Scrolls Online. Let's um, go. So in the Elder Scrolls universe, uh, there is a very cool main story that I think any Elder Scrolls fan would be happy to go through um, and enjoy. But um, it is gated behind level caps in an MMO, which is is, is a tough hill to climb for a lot of people. Uh, just to Not get to everyone's that. cup of tea. Yeah. Not everyone's bottle of skooma, you know? <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's not everyone's uh, hate crime before the podcast. No. It's uh, <laughs> you know that thing that gets real ready to go. Yeah, uh, I forgot to write in, but I think we have a couple new patrons this week. We um, do actually. Yeah. While you pull it up, in the meantime, I can kind of talk that uh, a few of us, actually mm. all of us, picked up ESO recently. I had played it before, um, but Ethan and Peter tried it out along with uh, Steve and Bobby, some of our friends of the show, and uh, we had a, a good couple weeks where i was playing a ton pete was playing a bit ethan was playing a bit and steve and bobby are still playing and if yeah. it wasn't for network issues that i was having on my end i would still be playing as well um i really enjoyed it i really enjoyed playing alone because everything is voice acted which is really interesting and it's good elder scrolls questing i really enjoyed blitzing through dungeons with you guys um i guess i felt like i liked it more than i did because the moment something else came out that I wanted to play, I have not touched ESO since. I switched to the System Shock remake. Yeah, I um, I didn't enjoy it. I, I would say. <laughs> I mean, I I knew I wouldn't. I knew I wasn't like I wasn't yeah. in the mood for for uh, an MMO. I didn't like dislike it, and like I like you, Pete. I had fun times playing, but I actually really got caught up in the uh same as you, where I wanted to play solo and like experience Elder Scrolls and Tamriel and and see the places and do the quests. 
But then I was like, I didn't want to do the quest by myself because questing alone in MMO is really boring. So like doing the dialogue and like seeing the interactions was really cool. And then when it came down to like kill 10 of these beetles and and use them to lure out these things on the beach, I was like, holy fuck, I don't want to do this. <laughs> you know? yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so it, was, it was like this this contrast of like being really fun when we were, when we were playing together and just like doing dungeons and stuff. Uh, but then like anytime I had to like do stuff on my own or, or what I wanted to do was just like, actually just quest in elder scroll six and it's not that obviously the yeah. main quest and the prologue quest slightly more interesting than the any old quest uh but there is still going to be those mmo the things. prologue quest yeah. that we did it, it is hard to do as a group because like we're all talking in vc and then you've got like alfred molina as the voice actor like trying to talk over bobby and steve it's like okay this is different but the, the prologue quests are very cool i thought was that was that doc ock alfred molina yeah yeah. yeah, there you go. There's a lot of conflicting stuff too. Like, so one thing that the game does well, if you want to play with friends, is everybody feels like they're the same power level until they get to like prestige 180, where you start yeah. to like ex uh, get uh, stronger than the game, and that's where the content gets a lot harder too. Um, but so that's that can be a positive because Ethan, who played once, and me, who've been playing all week. We could hop into a dungeon yeah, together. We were That's able cool. to play yeah, together. which great. is it's cool, but at the same time, it feels like your gear doesn't do shit. Yeah, until nothing matters because it's it's just going to put you at the level that you need to be to to beat everything. And I would say beat everything too easily. But then also, like I'm sure in some dungeons, like or like with an MMO, like you just want to like grind through it, so you probably don't want it to be too hard and have to be engaged all the time. It's yeah. tough. Yeah. It's a tough balance to to strike for sure. And I think the reason that they do that now is because, like, obviously it's been out for years and years and years, and like, there's a ton of end game content. So, like, yeah. a lot of how they made uh, World of Warcraft easier to level up to max level because they know that that's where people want to be and don't really care about the the interim. Yeah. I was always like, well, I I do well, care lovely. about the interim, you know? Yeah, that's why I want I want to experience yeah. the world, right? Yeah. So, yeah, and and again like it kind of goes against each other because an mmo is meant to be played together but then all the story quests are solo dungeons yeah um a lot of the quests have times where you should be listening if you care about the lore and if you're with a friend that listens faster or slower than you then you're always waiting on each other yeah um and they're talking or they're talking they don't care at all and they're just like talking to talking, you and you're, you're trying to hear yeah. the dialogue and yeah yeah so yeah. it's there's a lot of i feel like conflicting uh interests going on in the game that kind of make for not the best experience but if you want to play with your friends at any time you can do that easily and if you want to just uh experience some quests there there is quest overload too we all talked about this in outside yeah, the yeah. cast if you just accept every quest that there that comes towards you your quest log will become full and you'll have so many objectives that everything's confusing so you almost have to just pick a quest ignore fucking everything else and just follow that quest till completion and then choose your next quest finish that and yeah it, it's not super well designed because well, maybe it's counterintuitive to mmos right like mmos yeah. is always like grab all the quests and then you like look at your map you're like okay how do i like maximize the my routing here to like get them all done which i right. always really enjoyed with well, the Warcraft, we've talked about it before. Yeah, how, like, there'll be a quest hub in town, and there is a logical way to follow it. So you end yeah. up back at town with all your turn-ins. Exactly, yeah. yeah but. Like, before, uh, so, like, they have, like, there was a mod for World of Warcraft for a long time called Quest Helper, which just, like, it's waypoints to show you where to go. Before, uh, or when that was still a mod that you had to, like, download, like, the base game didn't do that for you. Yeah. Um, and I, I used to, like, write guides for, like, the early levels on, like, how to optimize your leveling or whatever. Because I really enjoyed that, like, routing aspect of, like, figuring yeah, yeah. out, oh, what's actually the best way to get all these done in order, you know? 
They have um, one now called Rested XP uh, in the classic community, but it's uh, you have to pay for it. So you pay for it, but it's this thing that pops up in the middle of your screen and it tells you exactly what to do and it updates on the fly depending on what whether what class you are uh if you say no i don't want to do this quest or you accidentally skipped a quest it'll like like your gps recalculating most optimal route tell you the next place to go and (laughs) yeah and right and it's very good rested xp but you have to pay for it so a lot of people are pirating it um anyways all to say people try and finish stuff very fast and uh, i'd say if you want to finish stuff fast in this game get to max level uh if you care like me about that stuff don't care about your gear just look if your main stats magicka look for magicka up and then put that on if it's a magicka down ignore it uh, same yeah. thing for stamina or whatever and then uh just go fast until you get to cp 180 that's when the gear stops scaling then you start caring about your collecting your stats and all the rest of it yeah but cool anyways that's you want some patrons you, you yeah, yeah, that, that's that's max culture. We've got we're, three. We're we've got yeah. three great names today, and then one that just overshadows all the others. So we've got got abnormal sky burrito, great name, oh, cool. right? Uh, we've got fantail tomb, and we've got Justin Almeida, great names, all. Right. And then yeah, we've got pledged by. When in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them. Like, <laughs> just chef's kiss, great name, that's a name. For, your, wow. for your Patreon account. That's a lot of names, friend. Uh, but yeah, thanks so much, everyone, for uh, supporting the show. If you want to become a Patreon uh, patron on Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash Lobos. You paid for ESO uh, already at this point because we got it for $7. Yeah, and that led to this episode, so I hope you like it. Uh, yeah. I bought it full price back in uh, 2016 or wherever the fuck. That'll teach you. <laughs> yeah, and played 30 minutes. Uh, all right. So uh, we're going to get into the lore of ESO. The way that the lore is delivered to you in the main quest that I'm going to be covering is they had it capped. So you start off, uh, you're on a main quest, then you get through the prologue kind of thing, and then you're in the game, and you have to go back to the Harbridge to meet the Prophet every X levels. So it's like at level 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50. 50 is the max. I don't know if that's the exact breaking up of it but it's something like that and i do think that they even removed some of those level caps because i was able to get to all but the last mission um this last playthrough um before like way before level 50 so i think they might have removed the cap but it definitely used to be the cap way i don't know what it is but i did have the moment where i spoke to the prophet who's the main quest giver yeah. And he was like, okay, cool, you did that mission. Good job. Uh, leave. Come talk to me later. And I left his cave, and as soon as the loading screen finished, it, it was triggered. just like, the prophet yeah. wants to see you. I was like, alright. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the same thing was happening to me, too. But anyways, all of this is stuck to that, and then the very last quest, you have to clear basically all the main story quests in Cold Harbor, which is more like Ball's uh, Realm of Oblivion. Okay. Um... And then once you finish like the story in Cold Arbor, then you can go fight Moleg Ball with the Fighter and Mage's Guild, and then eventually go back and fight with your companions. Uh, but we're going to get to all that. Um, cool. Cool. What we start off with is in the second era, in time-wise, 583 of the second era. Uh, it's actually both 582 and 583, depending on the part of the story. So uh, we're currently in 583, but some of the DLCs were like 582, or some of the main game is 582, and some of the DLCs are 583. Okay, cool. So that's how the DLCs work in Skyrim too. It's like 4E201 is when Dawnguard happens. Right. 
So yeah, time passed in this game because time has passed uh, in real life and they put out a lot of content since, I guess. Yeah, the beginning of the fourth era is, or like, yeah, the end of Oblivion is the end of the third era, I think, right? Uh, Yeah, and then it's like 4E1 would be the year after that, which is when I think the Shivering Isles happens. Nice. I was hoping you guys knew that, and I'm glad you did. Oh, we know. We know our Elder Scrolls do. Don't you fucking worry. <laughs> yeah. I, I was, that was a nice thing about writing today. I wrote in about an hour right before the show. And um, I had been listening to the lore all yesterday. So it's, it's, it was in my brain. I just had to vomit it out. And I'm like, oh, should I look up the details of this? Nah, I think the good boys will know it. So that's <laughs> yeah. Our story starts five years before um, the beginning of the game. Or which is 583 or 582. And we know this um, because of some of the lore. Um, the first emperor that uh, would be on the throne in Cyrodiil for our time, which is five years before the game, is Emperor Leovic. Uh, if you are a gamer like me, who did a lot of dungeon grinding to get to max, uh, you might remember in uh, the Imperial Sewers uh, in the Abyssal Depths, uh, there is a boss named Emperor Leovic that turns into a giant uh, flesh Atronarch at the end when you're fighting. Oh, cool. Okay. Cool. Cool. So, yeah, that's where he ends up. He ends up in the sewers uh, turning into a flesh monster. But for now, he is the Emperor and uh, sitting on the throne and everything's cool. Uh, he's sitting in Cyrodiil. Um, but he started, uh, he said legalize it to Daedra worship. And right. And uh, someone named Varen Aquilaros, he's like, not cool with that. So Varen, uh, who we're going to talk a lot about his story. So if you are looking at it, try not to get too far ahead of us. Yeah. But um, he led a war party and he took the throne from Leovic. So Leovic, I think I have my first picture there is of Leovic and the second picture is of Varen. Wait, um, where, are the, where are the pictures? I just see a bunch of videos of toad sounds. <laughs> I told you this. <laughs> not to spam all the toad sounds because you're going to bury the pictures. <laughs> you know, I, the one that, that got me uh, out of that list of toad sounds, you have like 10 hours of toad sounds. I like the 10 hours of silence interrupted by toad sounds. Yeah, one hour of silence occasionally <laughs> broken up, broken by random toad sounds. So that's toad from Mario, not toad the animal. Yeah. And there, there's uh, a slowed, I think is a... Skyrim monster. It's like a slug man. Uh, the Slode's a big toad. He's like oh, a, he's, a, he's, a, toad. he's a big frog guy. Yeah. Oh, he's a frog guy. Okay. Yeah. I beat one of him in the Somerset DLC. They they sick the Slodes on Somerset, and then you have to beat yeah. it. And you find out it's Clavicus Vile just uh, beat himself. We, t- we talked about him one of the one of the episodes. I think the Hammerfall episode about uh, the Slodes and the various beast races. And I would I said maybe yeah. I would do a, um, an episode entirely dedicated to those someday, but I haven't done it yet. That'd be very cool. I'm so this so, is Leovic is the dead guy on the throne. Is that what you're saying? Scrone, throne right, of bones. Right now he's he looks dead there because uh, that's where you meet him in the in the dungeon where he turns into a flesh beast. Oh, but, he just he just covered himself in charcoal and decided to take a nap sitting up. <laughs> in uh, yeah, in uh, in the sewers. But I guess he's already dead and about to turn into a beast. But right now, as we know him. Imagine him with shiny armor sitting on the throne because he's the he's the the king of the whole business right now. Sure, sure. Yeah. Imagine Still him like over. less slumped over in that throne. It's like sitting upright properly, right? And like, <laughs> yeah. Maybe like less sallow. Still, still skulls for uh, hand rest. 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, I think the living man throne, it's like got skin on it. It looks normal. Yeah. It, it yeah. turns into a bone throne as he dies. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks to uh, Imperial Knowledge on uh, YouTube, by the way, it helped a lot with my studying for this. And some of the pictures I borrowed from the the video as well, which as well the next one is uh, what Tamriel looks like, like what Cyrodiil uh, is That's lording terrible. over is not all of Tamriel. It's um, kind of three sections that are much smaller than. Um, yeah, it's the Oblivion map, and then there's like a little section up top, which which reaches up towards uh, like through Skyrim towards uh, da- the Daggerfall zone. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So um, that that that's what the kingdom looks like right now. Uh, so. Um, Varen, he comes over, he's like, stop it with the Deja worship, don't legalize it. That's that stuff sucks, man. Um, so he took he led a war party through Cyrodiil and he takes the throne from Leovic. So Leovic goes to the sewers and he becomes the bone man that we get to know. <laughs> to be fair, yeah, and then he he becomes a skeleton at some point. We're yeah. clear when. Yeah. Um, to be fair, uh, it, it's funny how it's like, oh yeah, legalize it, man. It's like weed is basically harmless, whereas like demons in Oblivion are just like, no, they can like totally fuck with the world, dude. Yeah. This isn't like <laughs> legalizing hotboxing your like mo- friend's mom's shower. It's just like, <laughs> because it's not going to summon actual demons to cause chaos, right? Yeah, I don't know, man. That's what the 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 news wants you to think, anyways. But, fair yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, fair enough. I I'm agree. Sorry. <laughs> Weed is bad and scary, and and will make demons appear. Uh-huh. I do. I, I need to stop watching the the mainstream Cyrodiil yeah. media. More like the lamestream Cyrodiil media. <laughs> <laughs> Once cannabis gets its dark anchors under your skin, then then it's all over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be in oblivion in no time. The yeah. dank harbor is trying to pull in all our snack foods through <laughs> like oblivion portals. <laughs> So yeah, Emperor Leovic, five years before the start of ESO, he takes over Cyrodiil. Uh, he fights his way through because they are trying to legalize demons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, when Varen held the throne, that's what Skyrim, or not what Skyrim, uh, what Tamriel looked like, what Cyrodiil held is just a few pillars. It's probably like less than half of the whole kingdom. Um. Because the only time the whole kingdom had been united is when there's a dragonborn on the throne. Uh, the last time this had happened was 400 years earlier. Okay. Uh, okay. And, and when you say the whole kingdom, you're saying like the whole continent of Tamriel. The whole continent, except for I think on the on the right side, there's one continent that wasn't. I think. Uh, well, there's a second continent somewhere in the ocean on the planet, or, but I don't remember what it's called. Or one uh, province that wasn't. I don't know Part the exact. Morrowind, maybe. Yeah. yeah, I think it's Morrowind, actually. Yeah. So, anyways, but the last time when it was almost fully held was 400 years previous by a dragonborn. And right. a dragonborn is supposed to be the king, um, blessed by Akatosh using the um, the amulet of, of kings. Uh, because, oh, l- let, me, let me get into it. Because... It's like a part of the magic, right? So Akatosh gave the Amulet of Kings. Do you remember who Akatosh is? Yeah, he's like yeah. A, one of the... He's like an ascended guy. Oh, no, Tiber Septim is that guy. No, he's no. The, Akatosh is like the, the first dragon. The primary god, god yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's a yeah. god of time. I know yeah. that. Time is in there as well. He's, he's yeah. the, like, the high god of the Nine Divines. He's the yeah. top, top, top dog. Big god, yeah. yeah. 
like a Luvatar. I th- yeah, I think he's is he an aspect of uh Anu maybe and then Padme is Sithis, I think is how it shakes out. I, I'm not right. sure. We did the creation myth um yeah, a long, long time ago. ago. Long yeah, time ago, ago, yeah. yeah. Also say Ak- yeah, Akinosh is very, like yeah. he and Ariel. It's not Anu, it's Ariel. Right. Uh, okay. Ariel. There's before the ages of man, this in fiction uh research tome suggests that he and Ariel are the same being, but further confirms that after his formation time began. Right. So he uh, keeps the time marching along. Um, Akatosh also was the one who gave um, the Amulet of Kings, which if you played the game, that is kind of the thing you're chasing from the first main quest to like the second last main quest is like Amulet of Kings, Amulet of Kings. So what, what, what is this Amulet of Kings? It's also the plot of Oblivion. Yeah. Not even, not even, yeah, exactly. That's, that's Oblivion. Exactly. You, you escape the, the dungeon and you have to go find uh joffrey who has the amulet of kings and then he's like boy he gads i lost it zoinks and then he has to martin septum who's like the actual legitimate heir voiced by sean bean who transforms into an aspect of akatosh at the end actually exactly oh cool turns into a big statue uh as well yeah after yeah so what the amulet kings allows um someone to do specifically a dragonborn would be able to light the braziers in the temple of one <laughs> the, the, the braziers <laughs> yeah braziers yeah. yeah the braziers <laughs> and along with the help of the amulet of kings um Just flaming hot titties yeah like, like, I get to push, like breathing cheeto dust the flaming hot cheeto dust on a woman's bra <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like the the amulet of kings like undoes the latch of the, uh, the latch on the back of the straps so like only the a true dragon board can take the bra off the big titty statue of the Amer- imperial city <laughs> <laughs> yep uh, so if those braziers are lit by the dragonborn, then um, it enables protection of the realm. Like a, basically, a, an invisible cellophane goes over all of Tamriel, and they're safe from Daedric influence. The Daedra, the Daedra can't yeah. invade if the a big bra gets put on the continent. You would could say to keep it yeah. safe. Yeah, if you will, yeah. yeah. Keep everything orderly. Or would it be a bra on the plains of oblivion to keep them out? It catches no. all the anchors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's the underwire poking through. <laughs> yeah. So, like I said, the Dragonborn, uh, we need a Dragonborn. We need the Amulet of Kings. And that makes uh, everything safe. Um, magic rock on a necklace. Take a drink, I guess. Um, yeah. But Varen, who just took over the the throne, like he was all against the Daedric um, worship, but he's not a dragonborn. Neither was the previous guy, Leoric. Um, but he had to do his best. So he marries Abner Tharn's daughter, uh, Clivia Tharn. And she is the queen for pretty much all of Elder Scrolls Online while we're playing. Okay. Uh, okay. She uh, Abner is like a huge political force. He's the head of the Elder Council. So this is like a really good idea for Varen to marry his daughter because then he'll have influence over the Elder Council, which means uh, meetings will go a whole lot easier as king, I guess. Uh, yeah. If, yeah. If eventually agree with you. Yeah. The, the Empress's descendant eventually becomes like the primary villain of the first Elder Scrolls game, Jaggerthorn. Oh, cool. Yeah, he's that. like the first main bad guy. It's either in Daggerfall or in or in Arena, the first one. But yeah, the the Tharns are a very important family in in the lore. Oh, that's yeah, very cool. yeah. 
So overall, the his rule is really shaky, uh, Varen. Even though he has the Elder Council on his side, um, he is liked by his people. There's two-thirds of Cyrodiil fighting forces that are all still going to disagree. We have the Ebonheart Pact, all the Merry Dominion, and Daggerfall Covenant. So to make one happy is to make the other two mad. And it's a it's a real hard time to to, to be a good king. Yeah, I mean, who knew there was so much politics after you dethroned the previous emperor, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, conqueror king, too. So, like, it's not like he was born into this. He killed the last guy and took his yeah. job. So, <laughs> But if he's not a dragonborn and can't light the beacons, he, he can't undo the braziers, excuse me, yeah. um, or the braziers. <laughs> How, is, does, is he using, like, the Cyrodiilic lamestream media to lie to people about, like, incursions of oblivion? Because he can't keep them out. No, well, they're they haven't fully um, invaded yet, actually. So this is still five oh, years okay. before the game. At this point, Molag Ball uh, is not trying to to get in. Okay, Be- and right now we need a Dragonborn, or that's what uh, Varian thinks. He's like, you know what? This will never last. I really need to uh, find a Dragonborn or become a Dragonborn. Easy. And- so the Amulet of Kings have been lost for hundreds of years, and there hadn't been a Dragonborn in, in about as much time. So Varen gets the crew together. It's like, we got to figure this out, you know, for the better of the kingdom. Yeah. Um, and these will be eventually known as the Five Companions. Uh, which okay, it, right. Uh, this, is, there fi- is there five classes in the base game? <laughs> uh, there wasn't when it came out. There's five, there's six now that Necrom came out, I think. Yeah, it doesn't, it, it isn't the five, it is, there's no parallel there okay yeah i was yeah. like maybe maybe that's the canonical classes it's like <laughs> no. yeah there was the dragon knight who served him and the uh sorcerer who served him and the you know. in in reality it would be like two dragon knights two sorcerers and an emperor uh like <laughs> emperor yeah. class <laughs> yeah. Me for that one to drop. Yeah. yeah so the the five uh they get together they're going to figure out the better of the kingdom is emperor varanacleros uh Ly- lyris titanborn Abner Tharn, Sai Sahan, and Manamarco. And the Manamarco's a good guy at this point. At this Anyone point. who's played these games knows Manamarco as the King of Worms. But this is way back before Oblivion, and he is okay guy at this point. Or at least we think. Uh, well, well, I mean, did. bad guy, just unrevealed bad guy, right? Exactly, yeah. Well, yeah. But if I'm the reader and I'm just at this point in time, he's cool guy right now. Exactly. Yeah. If Manamarco yeah. was going to go buy a gun and get a background check, yeah. he is, he at this point, there are no red flags, right? Yes. Exactly. Yes. Okay. exactly. Uh, so Emperor, we've met a little bit. He uh, doesn't like the Daedra. He became, uh, he was a war conqueror. Uh, we have Lyris Titanborn, who's half giant. Um, she is awesome. You get to play with her a lot. She's like a, a Nord half giant. And she is the protector of uh, Varen. She's like her knight's hand or the sword of the of the king or whatever okay. they call it in this world. Sure. The primary, prim- the primary guardian. Yeah. Right. Yep. She drives Abner- him to her school. Abner Tharn is a very powerful uh, magic user. Also, a very power political, powerful political guy. His daughter is the the queen. Queen. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, he is. Very uh, unlikable. He's a dick to you, but he is true to his word, and he has morals, and he is a good guy. Okay, deep down, just I feel arrogant. 
arrogant. He'll talk down to you. If you didn't know something, he would scoff at you. He wouldn't explain it to you. Uh, he's, he does bad things, but I feel that he is a good person at heart. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Sai Sahan, he's from the Red Guard. He uh, is just like the warrior type. Um, you meet him at a certain point after he's been tortured for like two years by Molag Ball, and you find out that this torture that they do is like how he's failed his people in past missions and stuff. And that's how to torture him is not to hurt him because he's so fucking tough. It's to remind him of his failure to his people. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. the scars. It's they give him the scars on the inside. The, the, the yeah. ones that never truly heal. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then Mana Marco, who's a mysterious magician who is a really cool guy. And he must be really great. Also, no red flags on that guy? No, no red flags on him. So, the five companions put their heads together. And who has an idea but Mana Marco? Uh, Mana Marco came up with a really cool idea. He knew of a secret ritual that only he knew about that would allow the Amulet of Kings to turn Varen into a dragonborn. Okay, cool. So, easy piece. Sounds, good. sounds promising. Yeah, you get the necklace, you get the infinite peace glitch, and you get out of here. Easy, 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 yeah. And you can absorb dragon souls should you want to, which is also very cool. Yeah, very yeah. cool. You just gotta you gotta put a bucket on Akatosh's head, and then and then you <laughs> uh, slip the amulet of kings off. Yeah, yeah, you could, and then you could steal a soul right out of his body too. That he's just like a skeleton with a bucket on it. <laughs> it like completely burns away. So um, they they have to find the amulet of kings at this point, and. There, no one knows where it is, and it takes two in-game years for the five companions to find the Amulet of Kings. They don't specify exactly where it was found, but just that it was, it was a big deal to get a hold of it. Okay, yeah. Uh, so they bring it home. They set up the ritual all to Mana Marco's uh, specifications, and uh, who would have guessed Mana Marco was lying? Yeah. Didn't, oh, I, no. didn't sorry, sorry, Manny, Manny. How much pig's blood did you say we needed? Because like 15 gallons feels like a lot for well, for a like... ritual like this. <laughs> <Yeah. No>? like... <laughs> and we had to take the pigs from the farmers against their will too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Stolen pig's blood. Just yep. a little weird. Yeah. What are these black Farm crystals for? What are these black crystals for again? <laughs> strange. I don't know. It's just like, hey, like, hey, dude, you're the you did the research. You're the magic guy. You know this stuff. Honestly, me, I'm like I'm fucking hopeless with this stuff. Honestly, just like it just seems a little weird. I just like you know, it's strange. You know, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> the so, human finger bones we showed up with. They go in this star pattern with the circle around it. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool, yeah. <laughs> we we pin the lamb to the door outside the room. Like just like, pin it up there. Okay. So strange. Yeah. We'll make a little Blair Witch like Dreamcatcher thing. Oh, just like yeah, asking questions. Yeah. <laughs> So it didn't turn anyone into a dragonborn when they did the ritual. It tore open the barriers between Nern and Oblivion. And it ah. turns out that Mana Marco is working with the Daedric Prince of Schemes, uh, Molag Bal. So Molag Bal, uh, you meet in Skyrim uh, in an abandoned house. You go down and you have to like kill a guy just to get his uh, oh his to get mace. his mace. Yeah. yeah, and the mace recharges uh, soul stones. I think it charges stamina. Uh, soul stones. I, I played. I played yesterday. I oh, okay, okay. Yeah. It's got soul capture on it for the. Yeah. yeah. Um. What was I gonna say? Yeah, that's a great question, Skyrim. By the way, if for some reason you're gonna play the game for the first time, the haunted house in what is it it's like, called? Wooden? House of House of Horrors is the name yeah. of the quest. It's and, uh, a really good little yeah. contained horror 
mission in, in an otherwise like not scary yeah. at all game. I remember it creeped me out when I played it. Yeah, yeah. and you get to leave with a Daedric artifact, which is always fun in Skyrim. So. Yeah, yeah. And the, the second <laughs> or third time I did that quest, uh, soft lock the game because like the person that you're supposed to kill just like clipped out a world. I was like, oh, oh like, no. you can't leave until you kill them. So. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, I mean, classic Skyrim, right? Classic. Yeah. Right. yeah. So uh, this opens up the the door for Molag Ball. Molag Ball has a whole plan where he's going to send um, dark anchors, which are basically like these big old claws that come down from the sky into um, Tamriel, and they click into um, basically USB dongles, and they <laughs> they they pull it. Bloop, bloop. <laughs> they, they pull they pull um the whole world basically told towards oblivion this is made real in the game uh via world events so you hear like this blah, like this almost war thing and you look and if you hear that noise that means you're close enough that to see one of these things coming down from the sky and you run over and if you're near a town there'll be 1800 people and everything will die in a, in a second, in a second yeah. <laughs> but or if you're questing the place where no one is you'll be there by yourself and it will be a struggle to get it down by yourself but yeah. uh, you do get to fight off these these hooks that that Molek ball is putting into the world it's a very cool visual i saw it uh i i've seen it happen i think once in the amount of time i've played in the game it, it's it's right. really neat to be around but yeah um Moleg Bell doesn't stand a fucking chance with this kind of player base because he his invading <laughs> Deidre get evaporated. Yeah. Like, like the entire event takes a minute. <laughs> the one like that's close to town, you can hear it from town too. So it's like yeah. everybody just hops on their horse and runs over and and he Molek Ball's always like, This isn't a victory. This is just delaying the inevitable fuck you, humans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I anyway. will safely disconnect my USBs from your realm. <laughs> yeah. So that that's kind of what you're fighting off, and Mana Marco opened up the sky to all of this, being his bastard self. Um, so this ritual also called something called the Soul Burst, which I believe is the next image. Um, the, it, this image with the spoiler tag up looks like uh, you're gonna show us a, a picture of the Google Chrome logo. It's green in the center, and then it's like red, yellow, oh, and blue around the yeah, outside. It does actually. <laughs> Maybe that's another map that I forgot to show you. But oh, it is, is another map, is yeah. map. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's which is, oh, it shows, it shows the regions. It's the Ebonheart Pack, the Old Mary yeah. Dominion, and the Daggerfall Covenant. And then it shows how Cyrodiil is the PvP zone. I expected more questions for for the the packs. That's why I had that one. Well, in the sorry. Box. No, it's dude. okay. I, I just had to be ready. I just had to my be only ready. question, and this like I was the last one to start playing ESO with you guys. My only question about the packs is why the fuck did we go with Aldmeri Dominion? That was that would have been my last pick. I always I, go Ebonheart whenever yeah. I'm on my own. I would have uh, gone Daggerfall, I think, if I chose, but I would have been fine with Ebonheart. Because Bobby has the most experience with the game and told us to. That's why. And then in the end, in the end, he had to buy a transfer because he wasn't the the one he told us. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So funny. I went Ebonheart my first time. I played an Argonian uh, Templar and just full heal build and you instant queue everything and everyone always needs a healer. So that was a very fast way to level up, actually. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, the next one we're looking for, which is uh, the next image we're looking for, right? Yeah, Not which is, it, it's, it's called a purple a explosion in the, in the Citadel there. Exactly. Imperial the Imperial City. City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The white gold tower. In the Imperial City, that was an explosion. This happened when Manamarco 
did the thing where he allowed um, when he opened the door for Molech Ball. Gotcha. Uh, it caused the Solbers. Uh, it's a huge explosion within the city that caused mages to go mad for weeks. There was people on the other side of the world that like their stomach kind of turned if they're, um, they had any magical abilities because they're like, oh, something happened there. I don't know. Why. Oh, okay, it, cool. Yeah. Uh, there's like uh, small earthquakes and volcanic eruptions that went off. Um, this just put the whole world from a safe place into complete unrest and Daedric are allowed in now. So, okay, yeah. uh, so what, what happened to the five? Um, they were there, but they scattered after this event. Sai Sahan grabbed the Amulet of Kings and he ran away. Uh, so he's a pretty noble dude, a pretty tough dude. So he grabs that and he gets away because he knows that's, we need to get the Amulet of Kings away because it's our only chance. Um, Lyris Titanborn gets sent to Cold Harbor to become a slave over there. Right, yes. Yeah, because in the beginning of the game, she's the one who lets you out of your cage and stuff, but we'll get to why that happens. Um, and Cold Harbor, again, is Molag's ball, Molag Ball's plane of oblivion. Molag's balls. Molag's balls, yeah. <laughs> Boy's nuts. <laughs> yeah. I... Uh, I I almost wrote in uh, Moleg cock and ball torture uh, later, but I, I, okay. I thought better against it. Um, Thank oh, you yeah. for refraining. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate your service. <laughs> one of uh, one of my only complaints visually about the game, because it does look really good for an MMO, uh, is the fact that Cold Harbor is supposed to be an exact replica of Cyrodiil, but like with ankle deep, like kind of like tepid sludge everywhere. It's supposed to be like a copy, but gross. Whereas in ESO, it's just like kind of standard spooky demon realm. Like there's like horns coming out of the walls and shit. If you like continue the, the quest, you might like it because oh, okay. at a certain point, you do get to break through with the fighters guild and you have to clear out uh, a city in cold Harbor that becomes your bastion within cold Harbor. And you oh, have a town. Cool, okay in yeah. cold harbor that you're based out of that's um, really neat yeah yeah i've only got 30 hours in the game and most of it was multiplayer with you guys so i'm not mm -hmm. that far in the story that's that that's a cool plot point again good writing yep. worth the money you pay for it man get it on sale if you're listening yep, yep. so um yeah so we have sai sahan he fucks up with the enemy of the kings lyris goes to cold harbor uh abner tharn uh being the kind of arrogant uh, opportunist that he is he sides with Manamarco. To keep his daughter safe and on the throne. Oh, okay, so, yeah. So he's like, Man of Marco, no, so you don't Jamie, need to be like a good, a good guy at heart. This guy, that's who if, we're talking about. If a demon was going to kill your daughter, would you side with a demon temporarily to save your daughter? You if have I a daughter. Had, think about it. If I had taken an oath to be some sort I wouldn't, of I master. wouldn't think you're a bad guy if you went to save your daughter, is all I'm saying. I mean, I guess just like if we're if we're looking at him through the lens of history, not on a personal level, I think he's a bad guy for selling out <laughs> for selling out the realm. Right. <laughs> yeah. He ends up uh, he ends up like helping you, the vestige, the player later on to basically take it back from Marco. Mm -hmm. But at the at the time right now, I can see how he on the surface looks like a bad guy, but I can see why you'd want to save your daughter and stuff. Sure. Yeah. Sure. 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 Yeah. Sure. It all it ends up really not helping his daughter, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we don't negotiate with demons. Years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, Mana Marco uh, actually 
ends up banning the mages guild from the city and blames the soul burst on them just even though it was him <laughs> but he didn't okay, want yeah. he didn't want the smart ones poking around too much near the near the throne you know yeah that's that's fair i mean that's that's classic like fascist demon or like fascist mastermind serving lord of demons gaslighting right like that's yeah, that's what yeah. the lamestream Cyrodiil media would be would be <laughs> that's the narrative that they would be pushing right well it's, yeah it's just like i did this thing um reading is now illegal and like no one can ever investigate right yeah like, exactly, I, I did yeah. i did a terrorism now, yeah. you, now you're not allowed to learn <laughs> So the the current setup is we got Clivia Tharn on the throne and Meno Menomarco and Abner uh, whispering into both of her ears behind the scenes and kind of making things happen. Um, uh, so everything I've decided to do and side with the villain is bad for you. Don't listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> so Menomarco bans the Mages Guild, like I said, blames the Soul Burst, blames the the nine eleven Magic nine eleven on them. Yeah. And, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, which allows them to like go into war or whatever else. But also, um, like he also gets the queen into Daedric worship. It's like, oh no, but just like read this pamphlet. It's really cool. Oh, she's a yeah. hippie chick. Okay, I see. <laughs> Walking around the white gold tower, barefoot and shit. Yeah. Oh, oh, hey, Clivia, how's it going? Oh, oh, this. Oh, yeah, I was just doing some reading up on like one of my favorite authors. This guy, like Dr. Peterson, he read some really <laughs> interesting stuff about these guys. They're called like Daedric Lords. Kind of cool. I don't know. Twelve simple rules for for what, what was worship. <laughs> yeah. Twelve simple rules for the Life. mage. Twelve simple, twelve simple rules for gaslighting the population yeah Possible rules yeah, I, for the, serving the master of schemes these daedric <laughs> got some good idea the every uh daedric gets a wife uh yeah like yeah hey look i'm not saying like all his ideas are great but like some of this stuff like hey clean your plane of oblivion you know that's just yeah. good advice <laughs> yeah. imperially <laughs> mandated monogamy come on <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah. Hey, no one's driving vans into crowds in oblivion just saying <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Mana Marco, um, being himself, uh, he's scheming. He's the future king of worms. Uh, he separates Clivia from Abner, so he starts whispering it, things into her ear, like your father doesn't have what's best in mind for you. Uh, he doesn't even want you to marry a Daedra. That's actually he doesn't think you should have a sexy incubus consort. Okay, (laughs) that's him, and not me. I'm your friend, Clivia. Come on, we go way back. And eventually, Manamarco also starts to drive in between all of uh, Abner's political relationships. So, of course, he basically makes Abner, who had his daughter on the throne, uh, in charge of the Elder Council basically lose his daughter and lose all of his influence uh, within Tamriel. I've got this compound out in Black Marsh. There's no plumbing yet, but like I get to fuck everybody's <laughs> wife and you should join me. It'd be great. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be such a hit there, Clovia, honestly. Like. Honestly, yeah. at the compound. <laughs> yeah. So this whole thing, Abner, uh, his fuck up kind of uh, set up PVP in uh, ESO. Because when he sided with Manamarco, Clivia went mad and started sending invasions into neighboring provinces, uh, like almost without sense. Like she would just charge in. And this causes the Three Banners War, uh, which is the canon reason for ESO PvP, especially in Cyrodiil, where you have the Three Banners all fighting for Cyrodiil in the middle. Okay. Um, 
which I think Clivia, by the time that you uh, meet her in game, she's like crazy queen and no one actually um, supports her at this point, which is why there are the three banners and they're all fighting for the middle, which would give them uh, like let her let them take control from her. Yeah, exactly. So canonically, that's why you have to save up all your points to buy catapults to take points in Cyrodiil. Right. And all that stuff. But Clavia Tharn keeps like falling over on flat surfaces and Madame Marco's like, no, she's fine. Just don't believe you're lying. <laughs> <eyes>. <laughs> uh, so actually we'll come back with some lore on a mystery prophet man after the break. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A mysterious old man awoke near the moth priest's temple. What? Where am I? What are all these bugs doing here? (laughs) What is that scroll? Why are all these blind people around? I was going to ask you guys, do you remember who the moth priests are? The only ones who could read the uh, Elder Scrolls. The Elder Scrolls, yeah. They're the only guys who could read the Elder Scrolls Scrolls online. (laughs) (laughs) The only people who can read the EULA. Yeah. Yeah, so it's foretold of a hero who could agree to the terms. Thou shall not name your character gay agenda. (laughs) (laughs) No kidding. (laughs) All right. Uh, So, yeah, they these moth priests took this old raggedy man who woke up outside their temple, they nursed him back to health. And to their surprise, the old man could not only read the Elder Scrolls, he could read them better than any normal man could. He had That's a, strange. absolute clarity. Right, yeah. Because there's yeah. no writing on them per se. They contain like all past, present, and futures, right? Like within them? Yeah. Something like that? Well, yeah. yeah, the scrolls took his eyesight. So I don't, it's, it's less about the writing on it and more about the magic of the scrolls, I think. Yeah, yeah the other scrolls are very much like a vibes thing. Yeah, <laughs> you, can read, you can read it without eyes still. Yeah. Yeah, or, or it's could, like um, sure. yeah. what's his name? Uh, Paul Atreides, like the Golden Path, like he can see the future. And yeah, exactly. Like that, right? Yeah. Um, he was able to see that the soul burst was the beginning of a calamity that would come to Tamriel. Probably didn't this- need to go blind for that. No. Looking like the the magic 911 as we named it, and just be like, oh, this is not going to bode well for the next 30 years. Yeah. (laughs) Manamarco's going to set up the Patriot Act, and it's only going to get worse from there. (laughs) (laughs) Now, he's able to see that the Soul Burst is beginning the calamity that would come to Tamriel. And all the souls who died in the Soul Burst 
they weren't able to get to uh, their version of heaven. Uh, they were all swept up by Molag Ball and taken into Cold Harbor. Oh, okay. Makes sense. Yeah. So now with Mana Marco uh, doing his things, all pretty much all these souls that are dying are are getting uh, swept up by Molag Ball. Um, this is Loreboy's canon. Um, your character might uh, have been hit by the Soulburst. Oh, no, he, he isn't. He, he namely isn't. Uh, never mind. Hold on. Okay. Man Marco, I, I take Walking it back. back at Loreboy's Canon. That's right, the beautiful thing about Loreboy's Canon is we can we can <laughs> giveth and we can taketh away whenever the fuck we want. <laughs> I think I remember I'm gonna re-roll Loreboy's Canon that later when I'm absolutely sure, but I think okay. there might be something that contradicts it later. Jamie's okay. Jamie's right hand may once again giveth. So <laughs> <laughs> So Mana Marco, um he's just building his power over the Empire. He's pushed um abner out he's gained full control over his daughter um and he wants to keep opening the way for more like ball to send his giant anchors into nern to pull it into oblivion okay um but the prophecy also told of a soulless hero who would become the brightest of the five companions and would stop the calamity and stop more like ball i guess who that might be guys is it the old man or is it you, the player? It is you, the player. Oh. And of you end up replacing Mana Marco in the Five Companions. Oh, okay. He's, was, he's not in it anymore. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, how do you be one of the Five Companions? Man? <laughs> yeah. It's like replacing one of the sisters on Charmed. They don't have the power of three anymore until the Charmed MMO comes out. Yeah. Sure. And then you're semi charmed. Like a semi charmed kind of guy. Like, baby. You know that song's about crystal meth? Yeah, what is I, we I think we realized that on a bonus or something one day. Uh, semi charm kind of life. He, he like in one part he's like eh, crystal meth. It's gonna want to do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's just only about crystal meth. Yeah, and being addicted to it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> baby, 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 I, I want, want something else. else. Maybe like a little meth or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, they do the goodbye thing like the kids in Sound of Music going up the stairs. Goodbye. Okay. Oh, yeah. The sky was gold. It was, it was rose. I was taking sips of it through my nose, and I wish I could get back there, someplace back there. Smiling in the pictures you would take, doing crystal meth will lift you up until you break. <laughs> it won't <laughs> stop. I won't come down. I keep stock with a TikTok rhythm. I bumped for the drop, and then I bumped up. I took the hit that I was given. Then I bumped again. Then I bumped again. I said... How do I get back there? <laughs> yep. Yep. So um, we follow the prophecy. We stay away from the crystal meth. And um, is the amulet of kings made of crystal meth? I wouldn't put it past it. It's, it's a big crystal. Yeah. yeah. Makes time fly. <laughs> uh, the prophet was arrested um, by Mana Marco. Because oh, after a while, the prophet's like, hey, Mana Marco's bad. He's with Moleg Ball. Listen to me. I'm a blind man. I know what's going to come. Hear and- ye, hear ye. New despotic ruler, not good for the nation. <laughs> blank scroll out in front of him because he's blind. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, extra, extra, read all about it. Blind man in caves says ruler's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Necromancer so, man- despot says it's not true. <laughs> So Mana Marco, yeah, being a very powerful necromancer, uh, he grabs a prophet and he keeps 
the prophet prisoner and guess where but cold harbor cold harbor cold, cold harbor uh really at the beginning of the game to meet the five companions it's like go to cold harbor free this one companion go back to the harborage talk to this one companion go back to cold harbor free the next yeah. companion and yeah. come back to harbor on yeah. the way out yeah, yeah. exactly See, and that's kind of the you... example of like when i'm doing an mmo let me free all five and then then come back yes. and we'll, we'll yeah. bang them all out at one after another you know what i mean right Exactly. And, and that's kind of how you get to know them. That's how they, they slow feed you all the characters. So you're not like overwhelmed. Like, oh, there's a giant woman and a red guard man. How am I supposed to keep this all in my big dumb brain? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, the dark an- anchors start falling from the sky, uh, pulling our world into oblivion known as the plane meld. Um, well, like Ball also uses any plane soul. meld. Wow, this is really start, starting to sound like nine, Magic Nine Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, Jetfield can't meld steel beams. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Danger yeah. planes can't meld steel beams. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, it is the plane meld. Uh, Molly Ball is not only uh, just causing the plane meld by sending the anchors down he's using the souls that are dying uh on nern as fuel to keep uh fueling the plane melt kind of thing okay. yeah that makes so a lot of sense jet now fueling going... jet fueling the, the yes. Plane melt. Gotcha. yes 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 <laughs> 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 yeah. kajit fuel can't meld steel I, no uh, no no i was yeah. gonna talk about like <laughs> an invasion thing but it doesn't matter he was gonna make an actual good point then realized my joke was too funny to continue on with, <laughs> yeah, his, yeah. with his dumb boring lore so game starts you're killed by mana marco and your soul is sent to molag ball to fuel the plane meld and your soulless body is sent to cold harbor uh, so you wake up in like a, a, a in a prison, and that's kind of like the beginning of the game, being saved by Lyris or Lyris. But this is known as being a soul shriven, where your soul is sent to Moleg Ball, and your body is sent to Cold Harbor. I see. And okay. So you're soulless, and you're in Oblivion. Um, another soul shriven, probably the most famous in the game. Uh, because he still has his mind and he's been there for fucking ever or oh, yeah. still has his mind in quotes is Cadwell and Cadwell is voiced by who John Cleese John Cleese he's great oh, yeah goodness. yeah he's very funny he's like a little bit crazy but also very helpful um and he's like somehow held on to his mind more than all the other ones who have become completely silent he's like wearing like a colander on his head and playing a lute yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. He, he took the uh, he took the uh, lean into it approach to keeping your sanity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's awesome. Uh, you could probably do an entire episode on him, but if you've played the game, you'll know Cadwell. And if you ha- are planning to play the game, uh, you'll enjoy Cadwell. He's a very funny character. Uh, so Lyris comes and rescues you, the half giant from the five companions, uh, and you also free the cold the prophet from Cold Harbor. And you yeah. escape back to Tamriel as soulless body, now known the vestige. So you go back to the world, uh, but without a soul. Okay. Yeah. Um, you find out. I don't need one, honestly. <laughs> it's it's never done anything for me IRL. So like, why would my in-game character need one? Yeah, honestly, it sounds like a lot of responsibilities not to have one, uh, considering that a prophet just says that you're gonna have to save the whole ass world. But um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I am very good at procrastinating. So, like, he'll tell me I have to do it, and I I don't know how he's going to make me. 
you guys told me I had to do an episode for, uh, or I said 1 p.m. on Sunday. And I started writing it at like 12 p.m. on Sunday. I'm sure no one can tell. What was your <laughs> alarm for at 11.30? Uh, 10, and I hit the snooze until about 11.30. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyways, I, I did listen to this a lot, and I played it. So we, we know what we're talking about here. You find out that this prophet who can read the Elder Scrolls. Do you guys know who it is already? The prophet? No, yeah. I don't. We've mentioned him before in this episode. Oh, is it the um, original emperor? Varen Aquilarius. Ah, there went, we go. He went missing at the soul, at the soul burst. Right, uh, right. And then he woke up as like an old ass man. He, he like it aged him because some crazy magic stuff. I, uh, I used was... to be king, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure you did, buddy. The stress of politics ages them really like, rapidly, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The stress the of being like, gray hair. You have to go in like. 20 days a year you know it's like ugh, yeah such a stressful job you don't have the whole context of him like beating the previous emperor and having then the civil unrest of a conqueror emperor and him wanting to be a dragonborn and all that stuff you find out a little bit later but okay. the, the reveal that he's the former emperor this old man that you're talking to in a cave that you just saved from oblivion yeah is... no we have you couldn't be the king we have an upper term limit on emperors <laughs> you're, not, you're not allowed to run for emperor after you turn 65 it couldn't possibly be you <laughs> so that, that, that's a big reveal in like the second or third quest of uh the main story um yeah and he wants to thwart thwart man and marco's plan he's read the elder scrolls and he is the one who basically made this all happen in the first place yeah he wanted say, to he become to get... dragonborn yeah, he wants to fix his mistake because he trusted that the king of worms, for Christ's sake. Yeah. 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 Looking back, wrong animal to name yourself half of. Yeah, the king of worms told me if I injected synthol into my biceps, I would look really, really good. <laughs> I would look really strong, okay? So I woke up looking 30 years older outside yeah. of a moth priest's house. Yeah. I can't believe the liver king of worms was a gearhead the whole time, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, now, like I kind of said, video games, you go back to Cold Harbor and you bring back the Red Guard Sai Sahan, uh, who of the amulet does not have the amulet. Uh, I'm so glad you ran away from the ultimate battle to protect that thing, dude. Yeah. So, so glad. So glad that was your choice. And now it's just <laughs> fucking gone. Yeah. Great move. He hid it at least. So Man of Marco doesn't have it either. It's and under a he, pot at the front door. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He'd been tortured for two years by Molag Ball himself to find the location of the Amulet King. So this guy's pretty tough. He took okay. two years of, of, of Daedric Prince uh, torture and didn't give it up. Okay. Um, he's cool, too. He has his own, own storyline, if you're able to play. Every um, province in the game has a storyline, which is usually between five and eight quests. Okay, and cool. uh, he's a red guard, so maybe it's in the red guard area. But I know that there's a lot more about him that I don't know yet. And he ends up working for um, dude talking to synthol. This guy's yoked to hell. <laughs> he's big, eh? He's, Holy moly! I posted him uh, last week because you posted someone of. Oh, uh, you, I do recognize this photo now that you mention it, it. Yeah, you posted someone in um, Warhammer universe, and I was like, oh, it reminds me of Sai Sahan. I think yeah. it was Jagatai Khan. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Anyway, Sai Sahan, uh, super cool character. You, you end up like helping him to kill a dragon in Skyrim at one point. 
Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You get to do a bunch of cool shit with him. Uh, I don't remember him in Skyrim. Well, no, in Skyrim, not the game Skyrim, the location. Oh, in the Skyrim. province. Okay. Yeah, in the province. Yeah, I was gonna say he'd be, yeah. he would have been dead for centuries at the time of Skyrim. Yeah. <laughs> in Western Skyrim, where you don't even have all the same cities, you have Riften, you have Solitude, you have Mart. Wait, that's Cyrodiil. Uh, no, that's Skyrim. Riften. Oh, what am I thinking of? I'm thinking of Leowin instead of Riften. Uh, oh, right. Uh, don't yeah. know why, but I am. Yeah, there's a, there's only like three or four of the cities that you would encounter in Skyrim because Skyrim's much much later. But it's cool to see the the cities like hundreds of years earlier, where yeah. you can go to the Ratway and stuff like that in Riften. Yeah. And oh, cool. cool. Okay. Yeah. But anyways, all this cool stuff. Like, if you just want to be a, a tourist in Tamriel, ESO is very good for that. Uh, yeah. Just don't get overwhelmed by the million quests. Uh, try not to. Yeah, just keep your. You got to focus on what you're doing, and then that's then it. Yeah, that was it. that was my mistake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's your your mistake, but knowing how games normally work, it's just different. This, I guess. But, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so the, they get Sai Sahan back. They got Varanacularis, they've got you, they've got Lyris, and Abnertharn. And Abnertharn all together. And they find out that there's a ritual that can give a soulless body ultimate power within Oblivion if a life is sacrificed for that power, along with having control of the Amulet of Kings. So if they get the Amulet of Kings, and one of them is willing to kill themselves for you, the Vestige, you can become super saiyan and beat molag ball okay cool and molag ball could um he won't die but he'll like in skyrim he'll be injured enough that we can kick him down the timeline and we don't have right. to worry about him for a little while so, uh so yeah th this is the plan now we gotta find the the amulet of kings and someone's gonna have to give themselves up for uh you the vestige uh, so who could do it? We need uh, Abner Tharn to be our caster for this. Well, I uh, can't kill myself. I'm too important for the plan. That's that's <laughs> exactly his 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 reasoning, and he has to do all the magic side of things. But he's like, but Sizahan, Varen, and, and Lyris, one of you Animal. must you you could kill yourselves. Yeah, yeah. I I need to do the ritual from the outside. It's like, could you just show someone else how to do it? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> No, I can't. One of you will have to kill kill yourselves. The uh, the rest will have to get some pig's blood, a, a <laughs> lot a lot of pig's blood. Right. So, uh, video games happens. You find the Amulet of Kings. Uh, you go end up. Sizahan tells you where it's hidden, and he even doesn't fully remember because he's been tortured mentally for two years straight. So you have to do some clues. Uh, you eventually find it. Video games happen. Uh, not not a lot of lore points there. But Man of Marco ends up following you and using you as like just being like oh yeah well lead me right to it then and he goes <laughs> and he steals the the amulet of kings and he tries to usurp um more like ball so he's going for the boss's well. chair yeah oh, okay we yeah we, we talked about this and this is where i would use the more like cock and ball torture man of marco <laughs> for for get, you get to see in game that man of marco gets caught out and he's made an example of because he's just tortured for centuries right um, yeah this is what happens when you try and take the boss's chair kind of thing. this uh, always yeah. happens with the diedrich princes uh it's the same plot in the uh hermaeus mora expansion in skyrim the right. first dragonborn mirak like is gonna betray him and then he gets stabbed in the back and killed by 
uh, Hermaeus Moore, who's like, don't you think I'm like the DJ Prince of Knowledge? He's like, I didn't knowledge. know you were doing <laughs> <Yeah>. this. <laughs> like, can just appear anywhere with a bunch of eyes and tentacles. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so we end up fighting back um, against Manamarco and somehow getting the Amulet of Kings back. And I don't remember the exact detail there but but anyways you end up with the amulet kings man of marco ends up uh being uh tortured for centuries can they not kill him instead of having someone sacrifice himself uh maybe but that it's not how it plays out i guess more like ball gets him back within his uh realm yeah. for torture and you can't steal him back or something but yeah okay um for some reason unexplained it has to be one of those three and it's your choice as a gamer to choose one of those three when you oh. fight Moleg ball in the end who okay. did you choose i i didn't i didn't finish it this time um oh, okay but i'll i'll tell you why it should be varian later uh, so we we have to right now we have the end of the kings we have the idea but we're still overwhelmed by all these demons and stuff we can't just waltz into cold harbor uh and, and make it happen so we need some support so we go to the Mages Guild and the Fighters Guild. We get them on our side, because video games, you have to do that. But then the Alliance is split into three banners. So politically, the Mages Guild and Fighters Guild can't appear to be helping one of the banners, or else the other two banners are turned against them. Oh, okay. So now you have to get all three banners to agree to let the Mages Guild or Fighters Guild help you. I'm just going to borrow them. I know they did 9-11. <laughs> yeah. I just need to borrow them. Look, it's my weekend with the Mages Guild, okay? No, yeah. you can't take them to Cold Harbor. So I, everyone... I don't care if you already bought the tickets, okay? Yeah. No, you can't take them to Cold Harbor. They're staying with me this weekend. Whose voice is that behind you? Is that the Fighters Guild? Is the Fighters Guild in here? <laughs> Put them on the Extra... phone. extra context too like the five companions they nobody knows varen's alive because he's he's hidden as the prophet and he doesn't look anything like himself and the general public think or have their own ideas on whether one of the four companions killed him uh not that he ran away during the soul burst some people think that man marco killed him some people think uh lyris his own guard killed him some people think sai Sahan killed him so okay. all these people don't have a lot of favor uh but it's your job as the vestige to kind of um bring all you get all three faction leaders together on an island and this is a main quest throw a knife into the middle of them <laughs> <laughs> basically there there's like a, a strong nord and then there's like another guy who's like more tactful and like another guy who's just complaining all the time and to get these three people to agree it it's impossible so you, you start trying to talk they all go to their separate camps one in the north one in the east and the west and then moleg ball decides to open up a bunch of portals and attack because all of the world's leaders are in the exact same place sure, yeah. okay yeah. of course yeah <laughs> yeah um but you, as a player, go to each individual camp, fight back a giant monster, and then close their portals. And then you can say, well, see, told ya, Moleg Ball's a real <laughs> big issue. We gotta fucking fix this, guys. <laughs> and uh, they say, well, we won't give you our forces, but we'll let you take the fighter's guild. So, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So we get permission to take the fighter's guild. Um, and I think the mage's guild as well for some to help with some of the casting. And you um, have everyone you need. Then there's like another person who you've met throughout the game who reveals to be not a servant, but the god known as Meridia. Oh, cool. And sure. she's, she says she's going to help too. 
And she's going to come take the fight to Molag Bal's realm. So you have to go f- into Molag Bal's realm. Mer- you said, sorry, you said the god. I did look this up. One of the Daedric princes, Meridia. She's another yeah. Daedric prince. Yeah, she's but she's like undead one. Yes, she hates undead. Of she's life te- and lady of infinite energies. She's tend to be known as one of the, the sort of good ones like Boethia. Yeah. Right. But, um, yeah, is still a Daedric prince. But she is against Molag Bal. Boethia and Meridia um, both don't like Molag Bal. Molag Bal doesn't like them. Okay. Yeah. I was just thinking back when I went to Somerset, you get to see the. What's the one of spiders? Like Mephala or something? Uh, no, it's Vermina. Vermina? The spider one, I think, yeah. Clavicus Vile and Meridia are all there, and they all have their own interests, and you kind of have to play them off each other to get what you want in the end. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's, it's very, very cool. Um, I, every story quest that I've done in ESO has been like good enough to be in just an Elder Scrolls game. Um, yeah, it is. Yeah. It is yeah. Mephala. Mephala is the spider one. Oh, okay. Okay. Ver- Verbena is of uh, nightmares, so I guess if you're scared of spiders. Then okay. right okay because no, I, I thought she had like uh the realm of well i mean i was wrong on the name but the realm of spider webs is like her plane of oblivion right and like vermina very close to vermin so yeah yeah right. anyways that, that that's just an aside but th- there's cool shit that you get to do but this is another one where you have a god on your side or a daedric prince on your side uh, against another daedric prince and meridia her whole thing is she just protects you from um well like balls onslaught while you're working your way towards uh more like Ball himself. Okay, cool. Uh, you fight back his armies and form a stronghold in Cold Harbor. This is kind of what I talked about, where you get your own town. And then to get the last fight, which is to defeat More like Ball and get your soul back, first you have to do all the quests within uh, Cold Harbor. Oh, cool. So you fight on More like Ball's front, kind of liberate things through story missions, and then take the fight to him. Uh, and in the final fight, you get to choose to sacrifice Lyris, or Lyris, Sai Sahan, or Varen. And I said earlier, Varen is the only canon choice because the only NPC to disappear afterwards. Oh, <laughs> so, <laughs> interesting. Okay. If you kill Sai Sahan, he will still be in, in Western Skyrim waiting for you to join him. Uh, if, <laughs> okay. if you That's kill Lyris, same thing. Uh, but Varen, he is the canon choice. I think it makes story like symmetry redeems sense to, him right, right? He, it's his fault that the that cold harbor yeah. was pushing through in the first place yeah he opened the door so it's good that he uh closed the door by killing himself and giving his yeah. soul energy and not only do you beat molag ball you get your own soul back too so okay, cool soul back into body imagine he goes in what have i done yeah <laughs> <laughs> like you just start remembering what where am i <laughs> You get like rapidly aged. You're an old man now. Yeah. It's cold. What are all those boats? I thought, <laughs> I thought that it would be like, no, we have the true emperor. He's right here. And you point at an old man who looks nothing like the man they recognize. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's just like a hobo that you picked up off the street. <laughs> yeah. Altogether, uh, I've had fun with ESO. And I, if my computer was able to run it at this moment i would probably still be playing it i'm gonna come yeah. back to it uh, i love that we have friends who are, are sticking to it too uh, i want to try there's a whole card game uh they introduced into the game and like there's daily stuff you can do like your daily dungeon your daily pvp and your daily card game so there's like a huge xp um 
incentive to it as well. You're an ice cream truck at your place? My phone, yeah. uh, my alarm is going off. I'm like, yeah, Jamie's, uh, Jamie's 3.15 p.m. alarm is going off. Just in case he has shit to do. Just, yeah, gotta get, gotta get my day started, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like the sun's halfway down. Uh, yeah, I too. I like a lot of this. I've had this phone uh, or that alarm on my phone for like a month. And I haven't needed it, and I always just silence it at 3 p.m. and don't remove it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, so here we are. What a life you live, my friend. This is the yeah, first time it's interrupted anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> Anyways, ESO uh, is super fun. Quests are good. Um, if you don't like MMOs, I get it. You listen to this, so you don't have to play it. I don't like MMOs, but I enjoy the time I spent with it, so yeah i mean listening to this i'm like i want to like it but i know i would pick it up and i'd be like (laughs) having a lot of time uh to play is a big thing too because there is a million and one things to do and it can be if you if you feel like you're never gonna really like dive in or whatever it could be like well why should i even like put the one hour in if i'm not gonna put the 800 yeah i would i would be trying (laughs) to blitz the just the main quest and i would be worried that those would be there'd be too much like go here and get this before i can tell you the the next thing you like in the story that you need to know you know yeah yeah um Yeah. yeah that's been it we got a a huge amount of people join after the last time discord shout out so i'm gonna shout it out first this time come join the discord there's games uh things to uh gaming nights people are chatting pet picks food picks sharing music sharing art that we do sharing each other's streams talking about sports even uh there if you can imagine it we'll go through the whole list of uh self promo out of context quotes here i'll read the last out of context quote i hate it when fluids bust from sheets jamie uh before (laughs) that world war ii was just a drop in the bucket says pete Eat shit, Betty White says Ethan. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember saying that. Yeah, I don't should... remember saying any of that. I did. I did hit him with the the praying emoji, but I do not remember saying that. <laughs> he should kill himself, Jamie. I, I oh, might have said that again funny. today. This uh, about Varen actually, because he should yeah. kill himself. But yeah. um, there's a lot of fun stuff going on in there. So get in through the Discord and join the fun. Yeah, Pete, what's going on with Instagram, my guy? Uh, at Lord Wars Podcast on Instagram. Send me memes if you want. Uh, like our pictures, please. It's uh, We're doing really well. We're very close to 1,000 followers, which is excellent. Um, otherwise, no Montreal Comic Con this year uh, is the only real announcement um, really? for me. Yeah, uh, we've got uh, two guys need to be away, meaning uh, the the remaining dude who's going to be still in the country uh, can't run the whole thing by himself. So oh, that's, I'm just, relieved. Yeah. I'm kinda, I didn't want to go. <laughs> Well, you don't have to go. Yeah, yeah. Last year it was like fun. The after part was way more fun than the sitting in a booth for. It's basically like a nerd shopping center. It's not yeah, like uh, yeah. a cool like. I thought there'd it's, be more shows and stuff. You know, it's neat. Yeah. I mean, we're further from the pandemic now. Of course, it might be different yeah. this yeah. year. But yeah, no. Just due to circumstance, it's. Uh, I'm not gonna be there. Meaning, Lore Boys will not be there. So. If for some reason you wanted to come to Montreal on the weekend of July 14th, uh, I'm not going to see you. Maybe we'll do a boys con. You know, Try and track me down. Boys. I dare we'll you. We'll do a boys con anyway. We don't have to go to Comic Con to do a boys yeah, con. Well, yeah. We should just do a mailbag if we're going to get together. Yeah. 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 Cool. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. If you guys like the show, you can leave us a, a good review. 
tell your friends how we grow the show we don't advertise anywhere so it's the only way we grow and the only way we have grown is all thanks to y'all so thanks so much big big hearts for y'all um if you want to support the show financially we do have a patreon patreon.com slash the lore boys where you can get access to the loser titles game that we play you can get access to the episode art you can sometimes get apps, uh, access to the scripts when i remember to upload them. i have a whole batch that i'm meaning to upload do you have uh, a, a one example of a loser title that we've written down today just uh yeah i got one from the bonus content which is pete's past his puta phase and <laughs> if you can if you can read if you can hear that ahead of the episode release and announcement and know that we were talking about the elder scrolls uh wow. specifically about moleg ball and man and marco then well, you, you must get, be blind get, and looking at a, a moth scroll uh yeah then you you, do, you get the huge bonus points it's all there's no prizes we play for nothing some um is it mr avocado or johto that's keeping track of the scores these days <laughs> yeah it's not, I mean, it was it's not either them and somebody else by the community so Th- thanks to whoever is actually running the scores but um I think it's Mr. Avocado Man, but uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I think I think people really really enjoy it, and we enjoy writing them down and talking about them after the show. Uh, so it's patreoncom boys if you want to get uh, into that. Now, if you um, if you don't trust Patreon and you do want to support the show, we of course um, it's been a bit of a schism. Obviously, uh, um, you know thomas who was the, the you know the head of the lore boys for a long long time uh is no longer no longer working at, at lore boys inc obviously so uh well he's gone crazy of course he did make yeah. some, some he did make some promises to some people that he probably shouldn't have uh so now uh me jamie and pete are a little split on how to run with the show obviously so we're kind of forming our own alliances on the side and we are looking for people to uh to you know kind of back us up so uh, join under our banners. Uh, you know, Please. I'll be. Uh, mine's yellow. It's the Piss Boys banner. Uh, I'm, I'm <laughs> hoping to transition the show to more, more. You know, uh, like interesting alchemical uh, research things like that. Uh, experimenting a lot with turning piss into gold uh, by pissing on mercury and things things of that nature. So, uh, <laughs> I think it's the future, honestly, and I, I think we could make some serious money. I've been watching the news, and honestly, I think these anchors really are not such a bad thing. The like, news anchors? Uh, yeah, yeah, the news anchor. They're <laughs> <laughs> not such a bad thing, you know? It, it's all about um, inclusion, and I, I really think we should be including uh, Daedric princes in our day-to-day lives. I see. Uh, I'd rally under the banner that we, we've deified uh, Fastidious Greg, another ex, ex-employee of the Lord Boys. Oh, yeah, of where he's So it's all to the worship of Fastidious Greg. Oh, wow. We, right. Yeah, your, your platform's really elevated him, and that's why I just cannot agree. I've never, <laughs> I've never seen him piss on a pile of mercury. So. He was fastidious. He got so mad with all the mercury I would leave out that he had to clean up. <laughs> <laughs> uh that's a real deep cut to some very early very crunchy episodes for, for <laughs> yeah. us so i think that would cost you a lore boys lore boys lore boys Someone make, a, someone make a note. I'm gonna take out this whole little part. I'm struggling. Jesus Christ, dude! <laughs> it's my my thing fell off. Yeah, it, very much. I I can't hold all these limes. Moment. I'm just like, <laughs> oh no. Yeah.
Yeah. My mouse is not plugged in, and then uh, it's it did become a problem because I couldn't look at my script properly. Okay, here we go. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.